Put industry leading, difference making, and tomorrow shaping on your to-do list. Explore Deloitte technology careers at deloitte.com slash tech careers and engineer your future at Deloitte. Getting that just right temperature or getting an energy efficient appliance. It's not only about making smart changes today. It's about creating brighter tomorrows with simple steps to save energy. Plus, you'll help protect the environment for years to come. A better world for you, your family, and your community. Get started with rebates and discover what energy-efficient choices can help you power what's next at AlliantEnergy.com slash rebates. You're listening to the Huddle Up! Podcast with Chad Jensen and Zach Kelberman. Join Broncos Country's deep divers at milehighhuddle.com and sound off. And now it's time to drop some knowledge. Okay, we are live. We'll let the screen breathe just for a few seconds. You all know the drill. Welcome in, everybody, to the Huddle Up! Podcast presented, as always, by Mile High Huddle and powered by Overtime Media. I'm your host, Chad Jensen, and with me, as always, my partner in crime, my fellow football priest, you know him, you love him. He is Zach Kelberman. Zach, we were hoping when we signed off with our community last night that we'd have perhaps a little bit more to talk about Monday night in terms of news, see what happens with DeMar Dotson. Yeah, dude, it was pretty much a dead day. However, on the Newswire anyway, there are a couple of nuggets that we want to convey to the community. Make sure you guys miss absolutely nothing as it relates to your Denver Broncos, including more shade getting thrown Denver's way, Drew Locke's way by NFL Network. And then also the Denver Broncos released their training camp schedule. But, dude, we just need football to get here ASAP. What's the latest that you've heard on college football? Um, the Sun Belt and uh, Conference USA, I believe, are going to play this year. I mean, some it's like – Every state right now with CV Chad, they have different governing rules and they have different, you know, this could be limited fans. This is no fans. This is full fans. Some conferences will play this season based on what I'm hearing today and others have opted out. It's going to be like that until there's a consensus. I saw Trevor Lawrence put out like a unionizing statement last night coming together for the Power yep. Five conferences. I don't know if they're going to unionize, but I'd be shocked again if the SEC, the ACC, those conferences do not play this fall. I don't know how it's going to shake out for college football in terms of drafting or the NFL or scouting, but I would be shocked, aghast, if the yeah. SEC and the the big boys don't play in September. I was happy to wake up and see the "We Want to Play" hashtag trending on Twitter. The fact that these college athletes, you know, they realize that they're, you know, they're playing careers, especially those who have their eye on playing at the next level. It's finite, man, and it's a young man's game, and you can't just take a year away from them. And expect them to just, I mean, I'm sure a fraction of them are going to be like, well, oh, whatever, shrug it off, charge it to the game, as it were. But those who really have ambition towards taking their game to the next level, like this is a threat to, to your career. I mean, it's not necessarily going to uh, derail it per se, but it's a potential threat to your career, to whatever momentum you've established as an athlete. And if I were them, I'll be honest with you, I'd be jumping on, on that we want to play bandwagon all day long. 
So would I. I mean, if I'm a Trevor Lawrence type, or even not even a superstar player like Trevor Lawrence, if I have an opportunity to use my collegiate experience to catapult to the NFL and make millions of dollars and uh, play professionally, realize my dreams, I'm going to do that. But it's out of their hands. I mean, they're not being paid. They're at the 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 mercy of the NCAA, of their own athletic departments. It's tough for these student athletes. It's a lot different than the NFL. Two different animals completely. I'm still happy, though, Chad. I'm not the biggest college football guy. I'm just happy, again, that we have NFL to look forward to starting next month. It's only a month away. It's crazy. Word on the street is that DeMar Dotson is going to be signed by Tuesday. That a deal we already know, as we talked about on last night's show, that a framework is in place. Parameters, I think, is the verbiage that KUSA's Mike Kliss used. And he followed up on that today on local area radio with the expectation that this deal is going to be signed tomorrow and DeMar Dodson will soon be a Denver Bronco. We're going to get into all that here in just a few seconds. First, though, I want to welcome in those of you who have been hanging out in the room and who have joined us here. We got Zeus in the house. What's up, Ernie? What's up, my friend? Of course, Mamet. We got Costa. We got Buana, of course, as always. We got Sykes Toy, Brian, a.k.a. BG in the house. Football fanatic, what's going on? The robot of Doom. Well, that sounds ominous. What's up, Doom? We'll just call you Doom. Kevin, Dennis, what's going on? Speaking of Dennis, though, Zach, we hate when we miss a Super Chat superstar. And just real quick, we want to shout out Dennis Woods. Last night, as we were signing off, we realized we missed his Super Chat at the 11th hour. So, Dennis, if you're with us tonight, you know we love you. Dennis Woods. In our hearts, as always, my friend, we appreciate your support. And as I told you privately after last night's stream, when we realized we missed you, we are going to shout you out at the top of this show. So anyway, Zach, before we dive into the main crux of tonight's podcast, get into some of the other topics that need to be dissected. Quick matters of business, gang. Make sure you're following the podcast on Twitter. That's how you keep your finger on the pulse of what's happening with this show in real time. While you're at it, it's at HuddleUpPod. While you're at it, you want to also follow at Mile High Huddle, the mother account. You check those two things. You're not going to miss anything I uh, publish, anything Zach publishes covering the Denver Broncos, any of the guys, and, of course, any of the podcasts. Also, we want to draw your attention gently to the merch store. Head on over to HuddleUpPod.com. Get your swag on. As you can see, I am wearing a new Mile High Huddle hat. It was actually Luke Patterson that debuted the MHH trucker hat on these streams on Saturday night's podcast. But uh, mine showed up. It's nice. It's stitched. It's tight. It's bright. It's very nice. Christy, the queen of MHH, she got hers today as well. You got to send us a selfie. You know, we'll we'll vault that. Kathy, oh, awesome. She got hers as well. Kathy, cool. make sure you send us a selfie. If, and if you don't want to, if you feel uncomfortable, it's all good. Don't worry about it. But we like being able to shout you out and share that out there. But get yourself one of these hats. Support what we're doing here at MHH. Get yourself a football priest hat that you see me wear that Zach's wearing now backwards. Get yourself a Let Him Hate t-shirt, a Football Priest t-shirt, MHH, your favorite podcast, whatever. It's another way to support what we do at Mile High Huddle. Head on over to the merch store, huddleuppod.com. Get your swag on. And if you're not in a position to do that, it's all good. These three things each one of you can do, whether you're with us live in the stream or listening after the fact as a podcast on demand. And for what it's worth, Zach, a quick aside. The podcast listeners on Apple Podcasts, just over the last two weeks since training camp started, surprise, surprise, the listenership has grown by over 30%. Fans are getting plugged back into what we're doing here. 
uh, covering the Denver Broncos and in the podcast. So it's good to have those of you who are coming back and those of you who are new to what we're doing here with the MHH podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, iHeart, Spotify, all of you. We appreciate you. But make sure you're subscribed, and that's especially key on Apple Podcasts. It's especially key on Spotify and YouTube. Like this video or like this podcast. And if you really like what Zach and I are doing for you, bringing you this content every day, even if it's a slow news day, we're going to show up for you. We're going to break down what's going on. And if there's nothing happening, we're still going to find storylines and issues with this team that we're going to break down with you guys. So share it out there. Help us continue to grow. MHH is still, it's exponential growth for us. And we can continue that if you help us by sharing it out, like-minded friends, family, Broncos fans out there. And then one last thing, gang, before we turn to tonight's topic, become a supporter on Facebook. I'm going to put the link here. If you are one of our great listeners and community members on Facebook, this is how you can support us by becoming an official supporter. It's basically the Facebook version of if you would like to become a Super Chat Superstar. We are never going to ask you to do that in terms of like, hey, help us do it. Please do it. It's out there as an option. People reach out to us all the time, and we want you to know how, if you want to support what we're doing here, how you can do it on Facebook. Our community on YouTube is phenomenal, supporting what Zach and I are doing, what the other podcasts are doing. Your support through Super Chat allows us to continue to bring these podcasts on a daily basis. We're looking at other ways, as as we've talked about on previous pods. Zach and I are considering requests of doing live streams during the games. We were going to test that out in the preseason, but it looks like, Zach, we're going to have to wait until the actual regular season to debut that. But your support is how we're able to spend the time and dedicate additional time and energy and effort as content creators and analysts to bring you that content. So it's in the chat stream, the link, if you want to become a Facebook supporter. This is the Overtime Podcast Network. As an Alliant Energy representative, I really enjoy helping businesses save. Today, I visited a business that asked for a free energy audit. After walking through their facility, I let the customers know how much money and energy they could be saving. Plus, I gave them an action plan detailing how to improve their energy efficiency. I showed them how they could save even more with rebates from Alliant Energy on equipment upgrades. If you are interested in saving energy and money, schedule a free energy audit at AlliantEnergy.com slash energy audit. College can be expensive, but saving now can help your students save later. Give your child's college savings a boost by registering for a chance at a $1,000 savings plan deposit for 6th through 12th graders. Sign up today at iowastudentloan.org slash register. All right, Zach. This was something John brought to my attention today by a gal, uh, a woman by the name of Cynthia Freeland. I hope I pronounced her name correctly, but she's an NFL network analyst. On Monday morning, she tweeted the following, quote, happy Monday, Mike. Well, I'll just do a a screen share so you can see this. I'm not going to actually play the video because I don't want to get a copyright infringement. We've been down that road. It really sucks. But as you can see here, she says, happy Monday. My QB position group, starter in depth is what it's including. Rankings based on win share set to dramatic music and awesome play by play. What did I get right? What did I get wrong? Zach, long story short, she has Drew Locke and the Broncos at number 31. What do you take from that, if anything? Let him hate. 
I, I mean, this is the this this is the national consensus, Chad. They have no idea what the Broncos are made of. They're not giving Locke any credit because he's a young quarterback and he's an unproven quarterback. The Broncos haven't made the playoffs since 2015. They went seven to nine last year. All these different excuses, all these different factors, which are the truth. It's not embellished. It's the reality. All add into an ignorant, I would say, lazy, uninformed opinion of the team, and uh, it's a, a mischaracterization of what they're going to be in 2020. I, I don't mind it because you know we have a shirt in the store that 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 peddles this type of thinking. Let these people hate on the Broncos. Let them let the disrespect pile up. Let the bulletin board be filled with nothing but criticism. They will feed off that. But 31, Chad, is a joke. When especially when you compare, they have other teams like the Chargers way higher. And the Chargers are one team that's gotten this offseason hype that I do not understand. But the Broncos, I'll say it again, as much as I don't like these horrible rankings, the only way it's going to change is if they start winning. They put themselves back on the map, which they will do uh, this season. And come January, again, the Nick Wrights, the Freelands of the world, the Adam Ranks, they're going to eat crow with salt and pepper and a fork and a knife. Maybe a little sriracha to help choke that down. (laughs) Um, Jerry, by the way, appreciate you. I just want to shout Jerry out. And not because he's rocking the beautiful Mile High Huddle face mask like a boss, but because he has become one of those supporters. He's, he occasionally hops over onto YouTube. He loves watching on Facebook. Occasionally he hops over onto YouTube to show some love and support on Super Chat. But as a Facebook dweller, and I'm one of them, I spend a lot of time on Facebook myself, he has become a supporter and I want to shout him out. But Zach, it's just, as you say, man, it's just more let him hate. I don't know what she's getting at. I'll be honest with you. I didn't spend a lot of time on this. John, if you want to pop on and explain this, if you know, what does she mean, Zach, by my QB position group rankings based on win share? Win share. It's, I'm, not, I'm not sure exactly what that means. You know, all these, these analytic sites, they have these terms like war and win share and adjusted okay. win okay. total, stuff like that. I mean, it's just, it comes down to wins and losses, Chad. He was four and one in five starts. He was pretty good. I think he's better than 31 over some of the other quarterbacks in the league who can't hold his jock strap. It's just me, though. Yeah. Shout out, Michael. Glad to have you back, my friend, who says he took a, took a break from all social media. First show in a month or so. We missed you, too. And it's great. We've noticed, Zach, we were talking about this off air. We've noticed more and more of a, of the community who were regulars, both on Facebook, YouTube, Periscope, that were regulars all of last season, all the way through the draft to kind of take a break. 2020 has been pretty hard on people. Just kind of unplugged, took a break. They're coming back in massive waves. And so, Michael, you're of that group, and we're just happy to have you back, dog. Welcome. Uh, shout out to Mundungus, who is going to be on the show Wednesday night, this week. It's going to be the wizard Mundungus joining us for the super chat segment. And then we have on the 19th, it's going to be Zachary of ZW designs, one of our superstars. And then the following week, the last Wednesday of August, it's going to be Chris Hernandez. So then what we're going to do, Zach, we've talked about this. Once the football season rolls around, I think we'll have superstar segments the first and second week of September. But then Zach, we kind of have to, dial it down a little bit we're we're not going to stop having superstars on but instead of doing it every single week we're probably going to rotate weeks unless opportunity arises we might be able to still fit it in once a week but worst case scenario we're going to do it twice a week and uh, we'll advise you guys let you know exactly how that's going to shake out but for now you can still look forward to for at least the next month every wednesday night we're going to have a superstar segment mundungus is next up on that list he says cv zach will now and forever 
be called the nasty, nasty. How, how do you like that? Should we just call it the nasty, nasty as the wizard says? <laughs> the nasty, nasty. That can go a few different ways, but I'll stick to CV. Speaking of uh, <clears throat> superstars and August, I want to say 26th is the date that Chris is going to be joining us. Jumping in with a very generous super chat to say you, Chris. hashtag baby on the shirt. Let them hate. That's right. Love it. Love it. My friend. Good to see you. And uh, John. Oh yeah. We got Glenn in the hizzy. Oh yes. And this is Mundungus's website that Glenn's plugging here. Like a that. very um, altruistic outgoing community member, Glenn here with a super chat to say, so grateful to raw books.com and the whiz for sending a copy of, opting out for dummies <laughs> to my friend Juwan. <laughs> we got suckers there. <laughs> hashtag waste of money. Hashtag state of being. Hashtag MHH. Let them hate. Love that, Glenn. Love that. And Glenn, we want you on the show. When do you want to come on, dude? Do you want to come on first week of September? Let's figure that out. The first Wednesday of September, I should say. Hit me up and let us know if that's something you'd like to do. Um <laughs> Do you have calling him uh, Glenn Langley, Chad? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have John Ed? I want to talk to Ed real quick because I see that he's in the stream. I don't know if you can grab him. I don't want my my stream to jump quite yet. If you see Ed, put him on because Edward. Uh, if you missed last night's show, <clears throat> I uh, I botched the shipping of your hat. I could totally space doing it last week. Went to the post office today. Put your hat in the mail that you won fair and square in the giveaway whatever it was a week and some change ago. So it's coming your way. And uh, just wanted you to know that apologies for the delay. And here he is showing love. Appreciate you, Ed. He says uh, Broncos offense 31st. That's a joke. Let them hate. They will be in the top 15. Also Chad and Zach, can I get the let them hate shirt? Denver Broncos for life. Hashtag state of being, you know, we can probably make that happen in the very, very near future, Edward. Um, I would like though, when you get your hat, you rock that football priest shirt in your profile pic like a boss already. Add to that the hat. Send us that selfie. We'll vault you out. And uh, we'll keep the let him hate shirt in mind here in the very near future. Trust. All right, let's grab BG. Showing some love. Appreciate you, my friend. He says, Thank about you, that showed up. Ha ha. I know, dude. Of all the podcasts, we are, we are the ones that are always tardy a little bit, give or take 10, 15 minutes, depending on the day. It's just the way our, the rhythms of our personal lives work out is we schedule it for six with the greatest of intentions. I know it's frustrating for some people. It's just the way the cookie crumbles. What are you, what, what are you going to do? It's, it's uh, instead of six to seven, sometimes it's 610 to 715 or 715 or 615 to 715 local, whatever. But uh, we appreciate your patience. We appreciate you sticking with us, BG. And thank you for the support as always, my friend. Earth shattering breaking news here, but it's worth mentioning because it came via a an official press release from the team. Uh, I'll do one more screen share, not to to give you guys freaking uh, creek neck here, going back and forth on where is it? There it is. Here's the schedule, gang. In case you missed it today, your Denver Broncos. Hopefully, you can see this. Now, the 14th, for what it's worth, <clears throat> that's basically when Zach. My understanding here from this press release, that's when the conditioning period is in the rear view. This is when camp really starts. And by that, you know, you're going to start seeing them working in shells. You're going to start seeing them do more real football stuff from, you know, light contact, the type of contact that basically has been NFL training camps post the 2011 CBA where, you know, they're just not allowed to do as much full contact stuff. 
And understandably so, I guess you don't want him getting hurt too much in training camp. But at the same time, you know, no more Oklahoma drills, I guess. I don't know what kind of an effect that has on tackling and whatnot. But Friday it kicks off, then they get a day off. So they start day one, day two is day off, and then they have one, two, three, four, five, six days in a row, another day off, three days, day off, three days, day off, and then uh, it goes on from there. But, Zach, that kind of takes us through August, and then we're going to be in September, and the real thing is going to be upon us with the Tennessee Titans coming to town week one on the 14th. It's not earth-shattering news, but you know we've gotten some questions as to why we're not getting the same coverage in training camp this year. And we've been saying just wait until later in August when they have more practices and it's more of like a normal training camp. We will have more updates coming out. But just seeing that video clip, Chad, seeing Locke out there with the boys, seeing the rookies out there in their uniforms, it's exciting. It's a reminder that football is around the corner, and we all need this. Every one of us, no matter what our political affiliations are, no matter what differences we have personally, we all want football back, and we're all excited excited for it in just a few weeks from now. This is the Overtime Podcast Network. As an Alliant Energy representative, I really enjoy helping businesses save. Today, I visited a business that asked for a free energy audit. After walking through their facility, I let the customers know how much money and energy they could be saving. Plus, I gave them an action plan detailing how to improve their energy efficiency. I showed them how they could save even more with rebates from Alliant Energy on equipment upgrades. If you are interested in saving energy and money, schedule a free energy audit at AlliantEnergy.com slash energy audit. Honey, Jane just told me how much she paid for Bob's funeral. I was shocked. I hope we'll have enough to pay for our final expenses so we don't burden the kids. Don't worry, Susan. We have protection through Gerber Life. Last year, I signed up for their guaranteed life insurance. It's a whole life insurance policy that helps with final expenses, such as medical bills, burial costs, and unpaid debts. When did you do that? I don't remember taking a medical exam or answering any health questions. That's because we didn't. With Gerber Life Guaranteed Life Insurance, coverage is guaranteed regardless of health. And best of all, our premiums won't increase over time. I have to tell Carol about this. Just tell her to text INSURE to 30555 and answer four easy questions to get a free personalized quote instantly. Remember, tell her to text INSURE to 30555. The Wizard jumping back in. He says, also, the Big Ten at least is talking about postponing till the spring. If so, will the draft be postponed? I can't imagine the NFL is going to postpone anything. That's just not how they roll. So they're just going to have to figure out how to scout this class and those players are going to have to figure out eligibility wise, how to kind of roll with those punches as well for the NFL draft. I don't know, you know, as I'm not an expert on the draft and all the intricacies that are involved in eligibility, but it will be affected somewhat. It just remains to be seen if that's how it shakes out, how that'll really, you know, come to fruition. The NFL can't control who plays this year, and the NFL can't control who declares this year, but the NFL can control the draft. And they've had everything go on schedule this offseason, whether it was free agency or the draft or training camps, even though they're amended and they're limited this year, no preseason. They've had everything go off because they don't want to lose the money, and there is revenue to be made in the NFL draft with TV coverage and sponsorships and stuff like that. I would be shocked as of right now, Chad, if the draft doesn't happen next year. 
though you never know. I mean, that's one thing we've learned in 2020. Everything changes by the week. We have to roll with the punches and kind of break down things as they happen. But Chad and I believe that the NFL is not stupid. They want money just like everybody else. They want the show to go on next season. There will be a draft next April. We're with you on that, Greg. On on Facebook, Greg Smith says, feel so bad for the college football seniors. And, uh, yeah, it is. I mean, it's unfortunate. That's why you're seeing a a groundswell today, starting Monday, of this, um, you know, we want to play thing. And Kenneth, by the way, who says on YouTube, I've been representing the Broncos in the National NFL podcast. A Raiders fan said we weren't relevant. And I asked him, where are you (laughs) even alive? Where were you even alive the last time the Raiders won a Super Bowl? Which is funny, but Kenneth, the reason I'm I'm bringing up your comment here is, you should get us a link, put it in the stream, and uh, or actually, I don't think you can share links in the stream. So if you want to send us a link, DM it or email milehighhuddle at gmail. We're happy to shout it out and give you some love, get some eyeballs and and ear holes on that podcast. I'm sure the fans and the community would love hearing that. So hit us up. We got Mike Montez a name I don't recognize uh, as a super chat superstar showing us some love. Welcome, Mike. Mike. Thank you. Thank you. As Zach said, welcome, my friend. He says, go Broncos. Love you guys. We love you too, Mike. And if you're on Twitter, make sure you reach out to myself or Zach, connect with us so that we can shout you out on Twitter after tonight's podcast as a superstar. Appreciate you, my friend. Um, All right. Let's see what else is in the stream here. KP. Where can we get as a super chat? Appreciate you, my friend. Where can we get the official Chad Jensen glasses? New merch store idea. Love the MHH fam. Yeah, this is like, you know, lens crafter special. That's all these are. <laughs> Just know. sign them, put them on the store. But these have the blue light filter. I do so much, uh, so much screen time, you know, with being a digital content creator, being a publisher of a major NFL site doing the podcast, I got to have this. The one thing I love about these particular glasses, and I don't even know what brand they are. Ralph Lauren, I guess. But um, it, it has a blue light filter, which is just a little bit easier on the on the eyes. By the time you hang it up for the night and you, and you lay down, your eyes aren't quite as as tired. That's a good idea, though, Chad. Maybe have like football priest glasses, like the raid glasses where it says football on one lens and priest on the other. Yes, Hey man, we can look into it. We'll uh, we'll hit up our our merch provider and see if they offer that as a as a template that we can put some uh, design ideas on top of here. Stay tuned. Stay tuned for that. All right, let me just see here. We just had a jump. I see uh, Eclipse is in the house. Good to see you, my friend. All right, there was KP. Bear with me one second here, guys. James Campbell makes the point, and hopefully you guys read James Campbell's debut on MHH at MileHighHub.com last week. Pounding the table for the Broncos to move some mountains and go acquire Riley Reef from the Vikings. Great read. James says, Broncos had an awesome draft building around Drew Locke. 2020 NFL draft will go down as the support Drew Locke at all costs draft, which I don't disagree with either one of those premises. Zach, and it's going to be really fun to see how this, this young team comes together. And that's one thing, too, that, that Dalton Reisner spoke to last week on Thursday when kind of the idea of, you know – they're too much hype kind of getting built around this young team. That's they're all product or they're all potential and no production basically. And he says, he thinks the hype is justified as far as drew Locke is concerned. And now that you've got these weapons as as James points, I mean, points out, it could be, it could be a rain dance this, this fall. 
Yeah, I mean, I'll even take it a step further. We all talk about the you know the season of Patrick Mahomes or the season of Lamar Jackson. This was the off season of Drew Locke because every single move they made from personnel to coaching was with number three in mind. That's what I love about the Broncos this year. They established Locke as that franchise quarterback, and they gave him the confidence and the talent and the scheme for him to succeed in 2020. It's very exciting. The hype is there, and now they have to just prove that it's worthy and deserved. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's going to be fun to see how it shakes out. Amber, appreciate you on Facebook. Shout out to our Facebook community. Terry Randall, the boss, jumping in north of the 49th parallel. And he exemplifies that hashtag, state of being. He says, way to put another chip on the shoulders of the whole team. Good job. Hashtag football priest. You know, we appreciate your support as always, Terry. And, you know, at this point, you wonder how much Drew Locke and the guys are paying attention to that stuff. But from what I'm told and what I hear, they've, they've been paying attention to some of the, I'll, I'll just say it kindly, some of the skepticism in the national media that they have for this team heading into 2020. It's another log on the fire. And, you know, there are people, there are men, they're not just football players. I mean, they take these things personally. They're like you and me. They read everything. They see everything. They're on Twitter. They're, they're seeing all the national comments. They turn on NFL Network and they see 31st-ranked quarterback or offense. And it's, it's, it's baloney, Chad. It's, it's ridiculous. And, and they're going to prove that wrong this year. I'm not even sweating it for one second, and neither are they. We got Marissa Merriman, also a name on Super Chat yeah. I don't recognize. Welcome. So welcome and thank you, Marissa, for the support. It means a lot. Again, if you're on Twitter, reach out, connect, let us know who you are, because oftentimes names on YouTube or names on Facebook don't always correspond to Twitter handles. So reach out, let us know who you are, and we will follow back and shout you out. She says, I rarely make it on live, but I always listen later on. You guys are the best and go Broncos. Let's get it this year. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. And yes, we missed Adon, our friend here on, on YouTube, six foot ten. He was out yesterday and he was dealing with, from what I saw on Twitter today anyway, some kind of a blackout, no uh no power where he was. And mm. uh we missed you yesterday, but we're glad you're with us now, my friend. Appreciate the yeah. support as Thank always. You. He says, Sorry I missed out yesterday. Let him hate while we celebrate. <laughs> hey, there's another idea. There's another idea. Hashtag eat crow analysts and hashtag shouting out his podcast. This is a very savvy guy. Hashtag Broncos talk. <laughs> plug alert. Out of boy, my dog. Yeah, plug alert indeed. Out of boy. We're happy to support you though, yeah. as uh, we've said with other ventures within the community like Mondungus's website. And we offer that up to any of you. If you have a business you want us to help you get a little, some eyeballs on or whatever, just let us know. We're happy to, to shout you out and support you in the community as best we can. We just got to be careful. We, we don't, uh, it's got to be family friendly type of stuff. You know what we're saying here? Uh, Mike Evans, bonafide superstar. When I say bonafide, this dude is in every single chat. And not only, not only is he in every stream participating in the conversation and supporting what we're doing here, but he is super chatting every single day, Mike, we love you. And you, if you're, I mean, Zach, he's been as consistent as the day is long yes. all year. All year. I can't even think of the last time we streamed and Mike was not in the in the chat. So, Mike, thank you, my friend. Your dedication means everything to us. He says, do you think the national media actually have watched Drew play? I'm confused. You wonder, but I think a lot of them, Zach, to Mike's point here, I think a lot of them just took a quick look at the Broncos' 7-9 and nine record. And, you know, honestly, if you polled a lot of these national analysts, 
I'd be willing to bet probably half of them don't realize Locke went four and one as a starter down the stretch. I bet half of them don't even realize that. They'll look at his numbers and they go, oh, and they'll maybe compare it to Kyler Murray or they'll compare it to Daniel Jones, do the little box score scouting and go, all right, five games, a thousand passing yards, seven touchdowns, three picks, solid, unspectacular. And, you know, I, you could, you could make that argument based on, based on, uh, you know, started out strong. I wouldn't necessarily say fizzled in those final three games, but kind of plateaued a little bit. I think a lot of that, as we talked about last night in reference to the Brett Coleman video, I think a lot of that was coaching in terms of he was being coached to be extremely conservative and not, you know, um, kind of keep things batting down, so to speak. But if you really watch the tape, anyone who's paying attention to Drew Locke last year, and it wasn't just what he did on the field, but what he did on the sidelines, galvanizing the team. I mean, the entire team played better. We're talking about a club that won three games rolling into week 13. They'd won three games and then they win their four out of their final five. You can't attribute that purely to Locke's right arm, but it's the tide that raises all ships, Zach. And that's what is so encouraging about this kid. I wouldn't even be surprised if these national media types, they don't even know that Locke started last year. I mean, they, they knew the Broncos picked up Joe Flacco, and now Flacco's no longer on the team. They look at a 7-9 team who hasn't been in the playoffs in five years, a half decade, and that's how they form these opinions. Meanwhile, if they watched the Broncos last year, they saw a really raw quarterback come off the bench, win four out of five games, handily take down the Texans, handily take down the Chargers. He, he took down the Raiders in the finale after losing to the Chiefs with limited supporting cast, limited coaching, limited everything around him, and he still went 4-1. and one. To put him at 31st overall, like I said, there's no other word for it. It's uninformed, and it's lazy analysis, and that's the that's the common denominator in the national media. That's exactly why when we see a person like Colin Coward praise the Broncos or Drew Locke, it's surprising. It shouldn't be surprising. That's what we should be getting at this stage of the offseason with a caliber of talent like Locke and the, the roster around him now. But it's always a shock when we hear something positive. And yet it's normal when we hear something negative. That has to flip, and that will flip this season. This is the Overtime Podcast Network. Not long ago, everyone knew that you're either born a boy or girl. Not anymore. The Biden administration is pushing radical gender experiments on children, changing their names, clothes, identities, and bodies. Joe Biden and his left-wing allies pushed boys to take estrogen to appear more feminine. They pushed girls to take testosterone so they grow facial hair. Biden and progressive leaders promote puberty blockers to keep kids from developing to normal men and women. These drugs can leave you sterile, infertile, impotent. Joe Biden and the new left even promote surgery on teens and young adults, removing breasts and genitals. They want boys in our daughters' bathrooms and sports teams. And now, the Biden administration is planning to issue new rules that would force doctors to prescribe dangerous drugs and worse. Tell Joe Biden and left-wing leaders across America, hands off our kids. Paid for by America First Legal. Not long ago, everyone knew that you're either born a boy or girl. Not anymore. The Biden administration is pushing radical gender experiments on children changing their names, clothes, identities, and bodies. Joe Biden and his left-wing allies pushed boys to take estrogen to appear more feminine. They pushed girls to take testosterone so they grow facial hair. Biden and progressive leaders promote puberty blockers to keep kids from developing to normal men and women. These drugs can leave you sterile, infertile, impotent. 
your body. And the new left even promotes surgery on teens and young adults, removing breasts and genitals. They want boys in our daughters' bathrooms and sports teams. And now, the Biden administration is planning to issue new rules that would force doctors to prescribe dangerous drugs and worse. Tell Joe Biden and left-wing leaders across America, hands off our kids. Paid for by America First Legal. Jess, CO13 Sports on YouTube, jumping in with a super chat. Appreciate that, Jess. Jess says, first time, long time. Well, we appreciate that. Seems like we've seen you in the super chat before, but I could be mistaken. Either way, appreciate your support. means a lot to us. It really does. And I want to shout out Steve Griffith here who has been really coming on strong as a community member and as a supporter of the podcast. He signed up on Facebook as an official Mile High Huddle supporter. If you guys are interested in that, check out the link in the stream. It's there. Steve, shout out to you, my friend. He says, September can't come soon enough. And we definitely are with you on that, my dog, especially with no preseason this year. It's just we are definitely going through withdrawals here. By this point, we're used to having at least one game that we can all sink our teeth into some preseason kind of analyze the, uh, the way this team is shaping up. And it's looking like Zach, the YouTube chat just disappeared. Something's going on with YouTube. All we're seeing from six thirty one on we're sitting here at six forty nine, is Facebook comments. I don't know what happened Yeah, because I know my side too. Prob- probably 90% of the cur- concurrent viewers right now are on YouTube. Maybe, maybe, a little less than that. So, gang, if you are on YouTube, I, hopefully it'll update here very, very soon. Uh, but in the meantime, let me just see what's on. And shout out to Leo on uh, on Twitter. Thanks for being with us, my friend. If you got any questions or topics you want to get to, go ahead and throw them in there, and we'll see what we can do in the chat here. Michael says, if Locke wears the visor and brings out the sleeve with all that swag, it will be the happiest <laughs> I've been in my 30 years as a Broncos <laughs> fan. He does look pretty sick in the uh, – in the visor. And you know what? If it stops sweat and slobber and what, you know, football bodily fluids from getting in the eyes, hey, even better. Isn't there some equipment rule, though, where certain players can't wear tinted visors or dark visors? I don't know if that's the case. I might be confused with that, but I would I love to see to. a I love to see a quarterback to. like Locke wear a visor and that long sleeve. I agree. It looks just like it's menacing. I, I love a quarterback in that style. All right, Zach, while we have a little bit of a lull, we'll see if, if YouTube can catch up here. I'm going to do – I'm just going to check something real quick on the backside on YouTube and see if things are – yeah, it's showing. So we might have to – gang, if you are super chatting or you want to continue to super chat, the stream is delayed, but we can still do it. We can still reverse engineer it, and uh, we'll do that here shortly. But, Zach, I wanted to see as I pull one of these off of YouTube, and I'm going to – and put it here the old-fashioned way. If you had a chance to look at Lance Sanderson's, he's doing a series each summer, Lance, since he joined MHH. I think this is his third year with us, his third football season with MHH since we crossed paths. He does a know-your-enemy type of series, kind of going through uh, traditionally what he's done is he's gone through each of the AFC West divisional rivals of the Broncos and kind of upstate, updates the fans on – all the new changes, you know, the free agent class of the Raiders or the draft class of the Chiefs and all those type of things, what what players they lost in free agency or retired or things like that. This year, though, he's changing it up a little bit. What he's deciding to do is a rank – he's going position by position in the AFC West and ranking the positions. 
And so far, he has published two installments, one on Sunday and one today on Monday. He started with the quarterbacks, and I want to see if you, if you feel like this is a fair rendering of the Denver Broncos quarterback room with regard to the AFC West. Okay, let me just pull this up real quick, and then we'll grab a few more of these Super Chats the old-fashioned way. Let me grab this real quick. He's got ranked for the AFC West, ranking the AFC West quarterbacks here. Um, whoop, let me X that out so you guys can see. X that out. All right, so number four, he's got the rate, uh, the Chargers, excuse me, Tyrod Taylor and Justin Herbert at number four. If you want some of his reasoning and, and analysis on each on each ranking, go to the article at milehighhuddle.com, give it a read. Of course, we want your comments too on site, so make sure you do that. But he's, as you can see here, gang, mm. Drew Locke and the Broncos at three. And then at number two, he's got Derek Carr and the Raiders. And then, of course, no surprise, number one is Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Now, Zach, it is our immediate mm. impulse to poo-poo that. But here's what I'll say. I think it's fair considering he's got five games under his belt. And although Derek Carr has been trending in the opposite direction, he is more established and he does have three Pro Bowl selections on his resume. Yeah. That's the only reason he's he's higher than Drew Locke right now, Chad. I think in terms of upside, in terms of arm talent, uh, Locke gets the nod, no question. And I think he will have the better career in the NFL. I don't I don't hate Lance for for ranking these this way. Obviously, number one, number four, no brainers. But Derek Carr in 2016, he was a top, I would say, a top 12 quarterback in the NFL. He looked really good until he broke his back against the Broncos. I think it was the next season. He was never the same after that. Gruden's got him to be more accurate but not more explosive. I think Locke has that explosive trait. He has that it factor. He has more charisma than than Derek Carr. When it's all said and done after this season, he will be the second-best quarterback in the West. But for now, before even his first full-time starting season, I could see number three being a a fair placement for him in the West. Yeah, and I think it's fair to say that he's better than what the the Chargers have because Herbert is completely unproven in the NFL. And Tyrod Taylor is a journeyman's journeyman. like Jag. Yeah, he's just a guy. By the way, Bronco Batman jumped in with a $2 super chat. Appreciate you, my friend. He says, and by the way, Bronco Batman, are you on Twitter? If so, let us know what your handle is or reach out on Twitter and let us know so we can connect and shout you out. I tried to search you last night on Twitter. I I couldn't find anything in our followings, nothing connected, Bronco Batman. So if you are, connect with us there. He says, my son is a Patriots fan. (laughs) What do I do? Help me, guys. I'll tell you this, Zach, <laughs> most Patriot fans I know in the Rocky Mountain region are Patriot fans because of the bandwagon. I'm not saying that's your son, Bronco Batman, don't get me wrong, but there's at least, let's say, a 50-50 chance that with Tom Brady going down to Tampa Bay and the <laughs> opt-outs and everything that the Patriots have suffered, there's a chance that that bandwagon, if it's not going to the Super Bowl and the AFC title game, perennial you know every single year for the Patriots that bloom might come off the rose and there might be help yet for your boy yeah that bandwagon is, is going to be like a donkey cart chat after this season and <laughs> it, it sounds like Larry that you need a football exorcism or not Larry the last comment I'm sorry um Bronco Batman and we are your football priests I don't know in terms of what you're going to do about your son being a Patriots fan but at least like Chad mentioned it's not as unbearable as when Tom Brady Gronkowski were there Cam Newton I think it's not going to be as solid as as they think they're getting in him and uh hopefully as Chad said after the season that dynasty will officially be crumbled and a new AFC you know 
leader will emerge. Might be the Chiefs, but you know what? I would take the Chiefs. I can stomach them, I think, more than Brady. It's, their time is up, Chad. They've had their run. There's also the outside chance, I at least I'm open to it as a possibility, that Cam Newton might still have a little bit left in the tank. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, by the way, Larry Vaughn jumping in with the $2 super. Appreciate Thank you, Larry. Chad, he says, I'll get that picture to you tonight. And what he's talking about is he put together a unique design. I'll just tease it. And I said, hey, man, get that to me in a transparent background, and maybe we'll look at putting that on the merch store. We'll see. And so he's going to get that to me, and hopefully here in the near future we can debut that and show you guys what, what he's got cooked up. But it's pretty cool. Zach, you haven't seen it yet. I'll show you after the pod. I don't want to. I don't want to show it while we're live. I could, but I'll wait till Larry's 100% confident with his design before we debut it. But it's pretty cool. Uh, Brian Greenfield, BG, jumping in again. Appreciate you, dog. Thank he you, says, bro. "How do you guys keep track? Jumping around in the chat stream like that? Well, BG, it's very helpful that we have Buana Beast in the in the control room with us. That he's able to kind of go up and down, back and forth, grabbing stuff, and then we kind of on Zach and I's side, we kind of keep it linear." Sometimes the chat jumps on us, and then when we go to scroll back up, it'll only let us go so far. That's when you hear us say things like, oh, man, the chat just jumped. It means it jumped to the most current point in this in the stream, and as we try to scroll back up to things we missed, it won't, will only let us go so far. Also, BG said this. Um, whoop. How, uh, whoop. That's the same one, this one. Oh, it's trying to show it. Oh, I, I see what I did. Bear with me one second. Let me edit that one sec. I have it as a ticker. That's why. Here we go. He says, and very generous, super. Appreciate that, BG. Thank you, Brian. He says, I would trade Locke for Kyler Murray, but he's getting 10 times the hype. I don't understand it at all. Hope Drew balls out and dances in the media's faces. So he's saying, I would trade Locke for Kyler Murray, mm-hmm. but Murray is getting 10 times the hype. So he thinks that's a little that's too much comparatively to Locke. That's a fair question. Would you trade? No. If you could take Kyler Murray over Drew Locke, would you do it? No. You know what? It comes down to preference, and I'm not big on smaller quarterbacks, kind of dual threat quarterbacks. I like traditional pocket passers, prototypical quarterbacks in the NFL, and that's what Drew Locke is, standing six foot three. He's not getting the hype because Kyler Murray was the number one overall pick, and Drew Locke was a second round pick. Kyler Murray started every season, last, every every game last season for a bad team. He won O'Roy because he was a quarterback. Locke only started five games. That's the only reason why he's getting more hype. He's Kyler Murray. He can be a good player. He had some moments last year, but I'm rolling with Locke all day, every day, Chad. That's not even bias. If I wasn't covering the Broncos, I would still take Drew Locke over Kyler Murray. I would too. And that might seem sacrilege to some of the draft guys who really fell in love with Kyler Murray. But I think, honestly, Zach, I think when it's all said and done and we're reviewing this through the scope of hindsight, you know, 10 years from now, even. I think people are going to – I think Drew Locke's resume is going to be more impressive than Kyler Murray's. I'll just leave it yes. at that. Oh, hold on. Well, sorry, Buana. Go ahead and go ahead and put uh, put Ed back on. Let's grab that. Appreciate that, Super, my friend. Thank you, Much Ed. Much love to you, Ed, a bona fide superstar. And up there on the MHH Mount Rushmore, fell away a little bit, had some things going on, but he's back in the saddle. And we're happy to have you. He says the Broncos will beat the Titans in week one. He's predicting 24 to three. That's quite mm. old. What do you guys think the score will be week one versus the Titans? Hmm. That's a good question. Um, Zach, 
I think it's going to be the Titans come out and bully the Broncos a little bit early with that rushing attack because they're going to be in a little bit more of a, in my opinion, they have some momentum from going deep into the playoffs. Everyone's kind of chemistry is established. Ryan Tannehill's coming back. You got Derrick Henry coming back. They'll grind the Broncos a little bit in the first half. But I think the, that Drew Locke will come back. The Broncos will win this game, but I don't think it's going to be that big of a margin. I think it's right. going to be something like 27-23. Yeah, I, in my first Kelberman's Corner, um, I did the the prediction for this game. I think I had like 19-16 with the Broncos' victory. It's going to be a physical game. You're talking about two pretty identical teams, uh, good defenses, good running games, and kind of unproven quarterbacks. I'm not a Ryan Tannehill fan, and Drew Locke does have a, a lot to prove. It could be rusty for both teams. Uh, coming off no preseason, coming off a weird training camp and a weird offseason. Like Chad mentioned, the, t- the Tennessee Titans, they could be more physical to start. But the game being in Denver, and once they settle down in the second half, that's when they'll take over. I think Jarrell Casey will have a revenge game against the Titans. I think Drew Locke will make just enough plays to put his team in, in a field goal situation at the end, and McManus will draw one in the fourth quarter. So the Broncos, I think, will win. I don't see 24 to 3, though. I don't see a blowout. I see a very sloppy, physical, hard fought game that comes down in the fourth quarter. Broncos have the edge. One bold prediction I'll throw out there is I predict one of these new rookie Bronco offensive players, whether it's Jerry Judy, KJ Hamler, I doubt it'll be Alberto, or even a Melvin Gordon. One of those four guys are going to make a game changing type play or kind of a stab type play that, that really, uh, Gets close to the bone for the Titans here. And by the way, huge. Is it Hugis? 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 Appreciate that super chat, my friend. I'm sorry we can't show your card on screen because YouTube's being weird right now, but we can grab it off YouTube and put it on the screen ourselves. He says, hey, guys, I usually get to watch the next day at work, but love when I can catch you live. Your content keeps me going in a world without football. I appreciate everything. Very Very sweet, my friend. Thank you. Very sweet. Appreciate that. And it's good to have you. If you're on Twitter, reach out so we can connect, my my man. We want to be able to uh, shout you out after the show. We got also Ren99 jumping in with a very generous super chat. Thank you. Appreciate you. With everything going on this year, do you think we'll get a full season in? And if so, mm. how do you think the Broncos will do? So my way too early prediction was 11-5. and five, But I'm going to potentially – I'm going to reexamine the schedule – at the end of this summer, normally we'd have some preseason with which to kind of go, all right, how are things shaping up? We don't really, we're not going to have that this year, but I'm still going to re-examine. Zach and I will both do this at the end of this summer, right before the regular season. We'll give you another prediction, but I predicted way too early, Zach, 11 and five. I think you were 10 and six. Didn't yeah. you? Not long ago, everyone knew that you're either born a boy or a girl. Not anymore. The Biden administration is pushing radical gender experiments on children, changing their names, clothes, identities, and bodies. Joe Biden and his left-wing allies pushed boys to take estrogen to appear more feminine. They pushed girls to take testosterone so they grow facial hair. Biden and progressive leaders promote puberty blockers to keep kids from developing to normal men and women. These drugs can leave you sterile, infertile, impotent. Joe Biden and the new left even promotes surgery on teens and young adults, removing breasts and genitals. They want boys in our daughters' bathrooms and sports teams. And now, the Biden administration is planning to issue new rules that would force doctors to prescribe dangerous drugs and worse. 
tell Joe Biden and left-wing leaders across America, hands off our kids. Paid for by America First Legal. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Right. So we're pretty close in terms of I'm seeing it probably a little bit rosier than Zach at this moment. But as far as the prospects of the season in terms of is it going to happen, I remain confident that even if there an outbreak occurs somewhere, I think that the, the NFL has done a good job to kind of put the contingencies in place, <clears throat> allowing for that to happen to be able to continue to roll with the punches. So I'm really curious to see what happens after week one when you've got teams from across diff- different parts of the country coming together. you got a Tennessee team coming to Denver playing, you know, swapping bugs and germs, as it were. And it'll be interesting to see coming out of that through the daily testing that all teams are doing, if there are any kind of outbreaks or infections. I'm going to keep my optimistic uh, point of view. And I think that even if there are a few outbreaks here and there, one person – test positive or whatever. I think the NFL, the way they've amended the CBA and they've allowed for some additional flexibility with the practice squad, I think you're going to see the season go on. Worst case scenario is you might see like an additional, like an emergency bye week get put, an additional emergency bye week get put in. It's a different place. But um, I still am optimistic you're going to get a full season. I'm right there with you, Chad. And the NFL also scheduled the uh, the schedule to be flexible. And if anything happened, they can play conference games at certain times. There's different configurations. My bold prediction for the season is that there's going to be some sort of crisis. I think a superstar player will get CV. And the NFL or the teams will have discussions of what they should do. But ultimately, it will go on and we will have a full season. So I'm right there with Chad. I prefer to take an optimistic approach to it, not a negative approach. I'm not wringing my hands. I'm not saying, don't leave your house. Don't don't go to games. Don't enjoy yourselves. I think we're going to have a football season, though, at one point or another, maybe in October or November, we're going to deal with some sort of crisis where you're going to see, you know, the check marks and the mob mentality come back. But I think Goodell has enough foresight and staying power to be like, listen, guys, we're going to go forward. Don't panic yet. We'll be fine. Terry Randall jumping back in, showing some love on Super Chat. No, no comment, no question. Just showing some support and love there. Appreciate you, Terry. Thank My you, friend. Terry. And we also are hearing from Zeus because, of course, Zeus. Zeus, if he's in the stream, he's participating in the conversation and he's showing love on Super Chat, supporting what we're doing here at MHH so we can keep bringing you guys this content. And hope you got settled in nicely. I hope everything went well with your new home down there. I know you closed, it seems like. Have you moved in? I'm curious to know how things went. Hope it all went well. Zach, we're sitting here at 49 minutes. We got a little window of time. So while we're still on milehighhuddle.com, I want to grab the Lance article ranking the running backs today, and then we'll go back to the chat stream. We have some very generous supers waiting. We'll get to those here shortly, just one second here. I wanted to get your take on this. So let me blow this up just a little bit. Hopefully you guys can see this better as I as I uh, scroll through. But um, ranking the running backs in the AFC West, he's got the Chargers, which includes Austin Eckler, Justin Jackson, Josh Kelly, at number four, again, go to the article and read it for his analysis on each uh, position here on the rankings. 
He's got the Chiefs at three with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, the rookie first-round pick, DeAndre Washington, and Darwin Thompson. Because remember, Damian Hero, who was or Damian Hero, Damian Williams, who was a 2019 postseason hero for the Chiefs, opted out like Jawan James. So he's got the Chiefs at three, and then he's got. Is it the Broncos? No, it's the Raiders at two. Josh Jacobs, Jalen Richard, Devontae Booker, former Bronco, fourth-round pick, and Lynn Bowden Jr. at number two. And then, of course, the Broncos he's got ranked by process of elimination here. Number one, Melvin Gordon, Philip Lindsay, Royce Freeman, and he included Levante Bellamy, although I do think it's – I don't think they're going to end up carrying four running backs, but we shall see. Do you think that's a fair ranking for the Broncos? I, I do. I think the Chiefs got a great, great player in Clyde Edwards Hilaire. I think he's going to fit that offense perfectly. But you're talking about, like he says right there, 2,000 yard rushers, former Pro Bowlers, uh, established guys. They can run, they can pass, they can uh, catch. I mean, they can pass, protect, they can do it all. And they have that two headed approach in the backfield that they thought they were getting with Philip Lindsay and Royce Freeman. Now they have it with Melvin Gordon and Philip Lindsay. And not only that, you have a pissed off, motivated Philip Lindsay who's out to prove a lot this season. I don't don't disagree, Chad. And you throw Royce Freeman in there, a former third-round pick, as your number three guy, a bulldozer on early downs or goal line, uh, that's pretty good. I agree with Lance. I do, too. <clears throat> I really do. You know, we kind of poo-pooed the contract Gordon got, but never once did we say that he was not oh. a good running back. You know, he's – he's, a, he's <laughs> Despite what people assumed, we didn't say right. that. Just, just because we don't like the contract and we feel like that money should have gone to Philip Lindsay – it doesn't take away from the fact that Melvin Gordon upgrades the unit significantly. Now, if you went into the 2020 season with Philip Lindsay as the number one, then a Royce Freeman and a rookie. And, you know, I don't think you're not number one, you know, compared to some of perhaps, I think you would have to give the Raiders number one ranking there based on the yeah. full body of their talent. But I think Gordon Lance is right there. He puts the Denver Broncos over the top. Derek Green jumping in. Very generous. Appreciate you, my Thank friend. You, Derek. Give our best to Adina. And we're still waiting on that selfie when she gets her T-shirt. He says, hi, guys. Great to see you as always and showing our support. By the way, we still haven't gotten the shirt, but we'll show it off when it arrives. I know it's shipped, Derek, and I'm pretty sure I emailed you a tracking number. So hopefully you saw that and you can track it. If not, shoot me an email and I'll resend it to you. But I'm pretty sure I, I forwarded that on. We are excited for you guys to Definitely get that T-shirt. And if you guys remember, Adina won that in one of our giveaways a week or two back. So appreciate you. And then a very extremely generous super chat here wow. from Damian Clark Warren, who is wow. one of our superstars. It's been, I don't know, few, I don't know, few pods since I've seen Damian in the chat stream. And as always, he's showing support, showing love. Really appreciate that. Thank you love so much, generosity, Damian. Yeah. He says, hey, fellas, long time no see. Voldemort has me working hard. Of course, the word that shall go unmentioned. Finally, got a minute. Listening to NFL Network, I like all the hate. Gives the guys ammunition to bring the beating. Yep. Stick drew uh, the beating stick. Drew almost made the playoffs, had the tiebreaker over the Titans. That's true. Came close. If there was, I mean, if they could have found a way to beat the Chiefs, they would have gotten in. They would have gotten into the playoffs. But that was they were just outmatched and in the snow and that just wasn't meant to be. I think it's meant to be this year though. So I concur with you, Damian, that the stars, you know, reading the tea leaves. We don't have a crystal ball exactly here as as your football priest, but reading the tea leaves here, it's we're we're stoked on what twenty twenty 
has in store for this club. This is also why I don't even listen to NFL Network anymore, Chad. I don't watch their programming. It's all about these these over the top antics and these hot takes and these clickbaity things. And I'm not I'm not interested in that. I only watch it for highlights and if the reruns of games are on, Chad. But what they're saying, these talking heads, it couldn't be further from the truth. And we all know what the Broncos are about, and they don't. It's it's as simple as that. Simple as that. Chris, reminding everybody, click those thumbs up. Appreciate that. Smash the like button. We appreciate you guys. The queen of MHH jumping in with a plum yes. as she is wont to do. She says, thank you, Christy, by the way. We appreciate you more than we can say here. She says, we need football. Batman, take away, talking about Bronco <laughs> Batman, his son's the Patriots fan. Take away his phone until he comes to the orange side, LOL. Thanks, Priest. That'll That's do it. Idea. But it sounds like maybe his, his son might be like adult age. Still take the phone. Doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I know people that are well into their 20s that their cell phone plan is still on their parents' plan and the parents just pay the bill. If your son has that dynamic Bronco Batman, shut him off until he comes to the right side. Or put child lock features on the phone, Chad. and make it, <laughs> <laughs> He can't access 18 plus until he becomes a Broncos fan. Uh, we got Glenn jumping in. Again, appreciate you, my friend. You. He says, Pat's it's fans Pat are complete back. bandwagoners. <laughs> I live amongst them. Batman will be uh, speaking with his son by Thanksgiving. Hashtag James left because the swap (laughs) tickled. Thanks for bringing some money, Glenn. Uh, Steve Griffith, who we shouted out on Facebook just a few minutes ago, jumps on over to YouTube to show some love on Super Chat. He says, got to show my love. And this is what I'm talking about. We we bring this up and why we, we decided to participate when Facebook offered it to us the opportunity to offer a supporter or subscriptions on Facebook to our community. We decided to finally do that because we saw great members of the community like Steve, who either discovered the podcast or follow the podcast on Facebook that are trying to find ways as well to jump in on support what we're doing here, MHH. And he's doing it both ways. He's a supporter on Facebook and then he's jumping over to YouTube on super chat. So Steve, much love to you, my friend. We really appreciate you. Best fans in the world, Chad. Amen to that. And we are at 56 minutes, so we got to start winding this down. I see a few more supers here, including – oh, here's here's the wizard again. He's saying, appreciate that super. Mike, <laughs> he says uh, 11 and 5 or 12 and 4. The wizard has spoken. So Ooh. he's backing that up. He said that last night too. And, Zach, I don't know. You think it's too optimistic, the 11 and 5 and the 12 and 4? You know what? From the wizard's mouth to God's ears, Chad. I can only there hope that's that's the reality. By the way, BG clarifying here. He says, and thank you for the super BG. He thank says, you, sorry, I wouldn't trade Locke for Murray. That was a typo. There's only two quarterbacks I'd entertain trading him for. Russell Wilson and Patrick Mahomes. And not sure if I'd even do that. I'm higher mm. on Locke than most of you guys. So he's trying to clarify that narrative. Typos will yeah. do that. <laughs> I don't know. I'm a pretty big Locke fan, Chad. I don't know if I would take him over Russell Wilson right now, though, or Patrick Mahomes. Those are two of the best quarterbacks, the best quarterbacks in the NFL, and Locke has a ways to go. So I agree with the premise of that. I wouldn't train him for Kyler Murray, but you put Mahomes on the table, I don't know if I can turn that down. I agree. Mahomes, Wilson, that would be a tough sell, just being honest. I mean, let's, you know. But the premise you're stoked on lock we feel that it's exciting finally for broncos fans zach to have a bona fide oh, yeah. 
QB yeah. with the it factor to get excited about. I mean, we're talking about the last four years of the likes of Snooze Fest Simeon, Sackfest Flacco. <laughs> Keenum was just about as vanilla as it gets. And, you know, the fans finally have a guy that brings that sizzle. So Don't forget about Dab and Paxton Lynch. <laughs> the dorkiest dab that you've ever seen in your life. Uh, Dennis Woods jumping back in. Very generous super chat. Dennis, Dennis, we shouted you out. Like I said, we were going to at the top of the show and we appreciate your generosity as always, my friend, a bona fide superstar. He says dealing with a talented, happy, fun, loving person like Locke is contagious. Hence the success at the end of last season and the optimism for this season. Everyone wants to up their game. Hashtag rising tide lifts all boats. Hashtag state of being very well said, Zach. And even from the, you know, he talks about the talent, fun, loving, the pure joy of the game that Locke has when he's on the field. And I don't, you know, I don't want to gush on this kid too much. However, it is Farvian, the way you would see Farv out there on the field, just yucking it up, just having the time of his life. Sometimes you see quarterbacks like you see Aaron Rodgers out there as an example. He's laser focused. He's got the poker face always. Occasionally you'll see the fist pump and, and he has the, you know, the belt celebration or he might have retired that. I don't know. But he's sometimes you see the personality come out, but he's mostly that laser focused, even killed guy. And a lot of NFL quarterbacks are that way, not Locke. Locke wears his emotion and, and his enthusiasm on his sleeve. And as Dennis says, it's contagious. Yeah, when I was reading that question, Chad, you nailed it. I was thinking Brett Favre, and you just see the backyard football type of mentality that Drew Locke has, making plays on the run, unconventional passing styles, changing his arm angle. He lives, breathes, and and eats football, and he loves playing the game. And it's funny that he got more national acclaim for him rapping Kanye and Jeezy on the bench than he did for his five starts last year. It just shows that what he does is contagious to the entire team, and he loves football. And you know what? I will take that any day as quarterback of the Denver Broncos. Amen. We got Ron Dub, a bona fide superstar, longtime listener of the show and member of this community. Always brings the good questions, and Thank we appreciate you. the support as always, Ron. He says, hey, guys, long time. What position group, offense or defense, is the strength of the Broncos? Hmm. Do you think it has the firepower to overcome our deficiencies? It's a really good question. That's a really good question. Zach, what's your answer? I'll follow Wow, that is, that's a really good question. He, Rano, you always bring him. Um, I, I would say as as the, the offense has the ceiling, but I think the defense has the floor. I, I think the defense is more established right now because the coaching staff is geared toward the defensive side of the ball, Vic Fangio. They have the superstars on that side of the ball, the Von Millers, the Chubbs, the Justin Simmons. They're already more established where – the Broncos offense, though, a lot of young players, a lot of unproven players, but a lot of highly talented players with a lot of upside. And if they hit that upside, I think they could be better than the defensive counterparts. That's the best way I can put it, Chad. They're really strong all around, but I think the defense, by virtue of having Von Miller alone, a future Hall of Famer, and having Justin Simmons back there, and Boye, and all these other players, Jarrell Casey, a five-time Pro Bowler, how could you give that side not the nod over the offense? <sighs> I'm going to say from a strength, I would have to qualify it. Are we talking potential? Are we talking on paper? Are we talking proven production? Because if we're basing it off potential for the stars to align and things come together, I'm probably going to say just the overall skill positions on offense. It's just so the upgrades just went many leaps forward for this team from the way it ended on December 30th to 
where this team stands today with Jerry Judy, KJ Hamler, on top of Cortland Sutton, on top of Noah Fant, uh, Melvin Gordon, on top of Philip Lindsay. But on terms of proven production, I'd probably say the I'd, I'd have to say the safeties, even though it's too deep. You know, you get past Simmons and you get past Jackson, and it's a lot of question marks there. That's a really good question, Ron. I'd have to maybe ponder that a little bit more off the top. But he always brings the good question. Yeah. Always makes me think. I love yes. I love those kind of questions. Love it, my friend. Um, all right, we are going to have to speed do these last couple supers. Chandler, appreciate that, my friend. Wow. Thank you. Very generous super chat. And he says, sending some love to my boys. Chandler, if you're on Twitter, my friend, reach out. Let me know who you are. Even if you're already following and it's a different handle, so I don't connect the two. Reach out. Let us know so we can follow back and shout you out after the show. Really appreciate your generosity, my friend. It's good to see you. Um, Let me see here, John. I don't. Wow. Oh, wow. BG. BG. Appreciate you. The individual record holder on Super Chat for what it's wow. worth is BG. This was, I don't remember at what month it was, but it was during the 2019 football season. And BG had a, I believe it was a $400 Super Chat, which is an MHH record here for us. And he just continues to be generous and outgoing in his support and contributing to the conversation in the chat. And we agree with you, BG. Football can't get here soon enough. Yeah, I mean, I, I, first of all, the generosity, Brian. Thank you so, so much. It's it's truly uh, remarkable. And in terms of football season, we've been through what's felt like not just six months of CV, but six years of CV. It's uh, it, it's it's very, very. I'm delighted, Chad. I I love football either way, but what we've been through this off season, I'm just so excited and so happy for it to be here. All right, uh, BG again jumps in. Appreciate you, my friend. I dare you guys to name five more QBs you would trade Locke for, not named Wilson or Mahomes. Uh, I can name a few. What do you got? I mean, for one season, I, I Drew Brees, I think, I, I Aaron Rodgers. Those were future Hall of Famers. Uh, I would throw Deshaun Watson in there, but he's kind of iffy for me. Uh, I would think I would take Locke over most quarterbacks, Chad, but Mahomes and uh, Wilson – it's not uh, a negative viewpoint. It's not biased to say they're better quarterbacks than Drew Locke. I'm trying to think. Not Lamar Jackson, though. I don't give me Drew Locke any day. Over Lamar? Yeah, I'm not a big Lamar Jackson fan. He has to prove it again for another season. You know, some of the names that are the go-to on on the you know you take them in their prime. Yeah, I would take him over Drew Locke. Like. Aaron Rodgers in his prime, Drew Brees in his prime, Tom Brady in his prime, guys like that. But where they're on the back nine and then some of their career, they're on like the back two, the back three of their career. <laughs> I honestly don't know that I would. Um, so, you know, that's another one that we'd have to give. <clears throat> I'd have to give some some deeper thought to. But, oh, man, I'm trying to think who else. Someone Dak comparable Dak in his prime that's young is Dak Prescott. But that's a, that's a coin flip, you know depending on your preferences. Both are good quarterbacks. Maybe I would consider Carson Wentz. Maybe. Mm. These are names that would be up there that would make me have to really ponder. And there's some people out there shaking their head right now. Oh, you would take, you would have to take Carson Wentz over Drew Locke. But Carson Wentz, he had that one flash in the pan, but he's injury prone, prone, dude. And it's unfortunate because he is a very talented young quarterback. But BG, thanks for bringing the, uh, Good questions, my friend. 
Uh, Mundunga says, the wizard, appreciate you. <laughs> Obviously, our strength is our tackles. You can't get any better than hashtag toilet bowls and hashtag <laughs> eyebrow pop down. <laughs> Remember, they say, oh, and I say, they say, you can't trust a man with no eyebrows. <laughs> our friend Zachary, bona fide oh. superstar, jumping in. Appreciate you, my Thank friend. You. For, uh, for the 19th. For the 19th. Super. Really excited. That's right. Zachary's going to be on the show, not this Wednesday, but the next. And it's going to be great. We can't wait to introduce you to Zachary yeah. in, in person. It's going to be a gas, and we look forward to that, Zach. Thank you for the support, as always, my friend. John, I think we're caught up, right? We don't want to miss anybody. Um, Darko, shout out to Darko on Facebook. says, as always, great podcast. Wanted to ask your opinion about Derek Tuska. I maybe missed it, but have not heard your opinions about him. Derek Tusk, I'll tell you, as we wind this episode down, is a very intriguing guy. Uh, comes from uh, South Dakota State. In fact, the same school. Or is it North Dakota State? It's North Dakota State. Jeez, now I just tw twisted myself up. Uh, the same school as Carson Wentz. What is it? Car uh, that's going to bother me. I think it's North. It's North Dakota State. Judas Priest Jensen. North Dakota State. Thank you. All right. So anyway, comes from North Dakota State, but he's got the he's got some surprising twitch. Um, he's got some length. He's got a good work ethic. Very productive pass rusher, albeit at a lower level of competition in terms of college. But I think he's a guy that you look at what the Broncos have behind Chubb and behind Miller. Jerry Attachu showed some real um, a real fit. He really took to Fangio when he finally kind of settled in that second half of the season. He got his bearings, soaked up the scheme. He played really well in support, put three and a half sacks on the table, I want to say, in the final four or five weeks. Outside of him, though, you've got Malik Reed, you've got uh, Justin Hollins, and you got Derek Tuska. And I think Tuska pushes both those guys off of the fourth spot, the fourth rush linebacker spot. So he's very intriguing young player. I wish we could be watching him right now in the preseason because I think he'd be you'd be seeing pretty quickly and pretty clearly the kind of talent this kid has. But he has the potential to be one of the sleeper picks. Him and Muti, who you know, as we all know, if Muti is not an injury case, he probably doesn't make it past the second round out of uh, Fresno State. So that that's more of a steal type thing. This is a dark horse kind of sleeper type selection. Is Derek Tuscan? I think he's he could be something. He could be a Shaq Barrett level contributor as a Bronco. I'm not talking free agent leaves the Broncos and then gets 19 sacks Shaq Barrett. I mean the production Shaq Barrett provided while he was a Bronco, good rotational guy can come in, bring you four to six sacks a year, backing up Vaughn and Chubb. Yeah, this is, I think, a pick for 2021 and beyond. I think in 2020, he'll have the situational role. Um, and Jerry Attachi will be the veteran that he will learn from and take the torch from as the primary pass rusher, like you just laid out behind Von Miller and Bradley Chubb. I, I'm still pretty high on Malik Reed, though. I think he will stick around. And I think he showed some good juice as a pass rusher. Um, Justin Hollins can play inside or outside. I'm not overly impressed with him. He can go if uh, if Tuska beats him out. But I think once he gets his bearings underneath him, Tuska puts on some weight, he learns the Fangio system, he will be a contributor. And maybe even a dark horse to be uh, you know, an eight-sack guy as soon as 2021. He has that upside. All right, gang, we got to get out of here for tonight. Joseph, we did talk about the Brett Coleman video on Drew Locke last night and a little bit more depth. Um, we talked about it a little bit earlier on in tonight's show. If you missed that, 
circle back and uh, check it out after we stop the stream. In fact, you should on YouTube, you can navigate backward even now while we're live. But gang, that's got to do it for tonight's podcast. I went back and looked. I'm 100% confident we did not miss any of our superstars, but we do have to get out of here. So here's where we go from here, gang. Zach and I are off tomorrow night. It's going to be building the Broncos with Nick Kendall and the skydiving Carl Dummler. He'll have, a, am sure, a great story for you guys to tell of his skydiving experience on t- tomorrow night's show. So do not miss that. And then Zach and I will be back in the saddle Wednesday night with Bundungus, the wizard. He's going to join us for a superstar segment, the, the eighth installment on our series here. So stay tuned for that. In the meantime, make sure you're following the podcast on Twitter at HuddleUpPod. Again, if you are a new Super Chat superstar or just new to the party, whatever, the last few pods, and uh, you're not connected with us on Twitter, be sure to reach out. Let us know who you are. We will follow back. We want to be able to shout you out. Reach out at HuddleUpPod or at Kelberman NFL to follow my partner, Zach Kelberman, or myself, at Chad and Jensen. And then, gang, don't forget to follow John. Great Twitter follow. Trust me on this. For Broncos fans, yeah. John KMHH, at John KMHH. Great follow. And then, uh, like I said, we'll be back Wednesday night. We appreciate each and every one of you for joining us. A mile high salute to our Super Chat superstars. We love you guys, and uh, we appreciate you joining us. So, Zach, have a great start to your week, my friend. Thank you, you too, and everyone else. See you, uh, see you on Wednesday. Hopefully we have uh, DeMar Dotson news to break down, Chad, is signing. I think we will. I think we will. So keep your fingers crossed, gang, and we will see you Wednesday night. For Zach Kelberman, I'm Chad Jensen. We'll talk to you then. You've been listening to the Huddle Up Podcast. Join Broncos Country's deep divers at milehighhuddle.com to keep the conversation going. Not long ago, everyone knew that you're either born a boy or a girl. Not anymore. The Biden administration is pushing radical gender experiments on children changing their names, clothes, identities, and bodies. Joe Biden and his left-wing allies pushed boys to take estrogen to appear more feminine. They pushed girls to take testosterone so they grow facial hair. Biden and progressive leaders promote puberty blockers to keep kids from developing to normal men and women. These drugs can leave you sterile, infertile, impotent. Joe Biden and the new left even promotes surgery on teens and young adults, removing breasts and genitals. They want boys in our daughters' bathrooms and sports teams. And now, the Biden administration is planning to issue new rules that would force doctors to prescribe dangerous drugs and worse. Tell Joe Biden and left-wing leaders across America, hands off our kids. Paid for by America First Legal. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 